book is good about. Her second book was it was to like bring you closer and be like. And I was talking to my mom about it. And a bottle feed. Are you in your heart? Every time I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl, welcome to Coffee Confessions. Hi guys, happy Monday. Um, This week we're talking all about motherhood. Yeah, this was actually requested. Um, when we asked for people to give us oh, right. topic ideas, this was a request. So if that was you, yeah, I, I'm not going to remember who it was oh. by. No, but it was a request. I can't, I want to say it was on Instagram. So if you follow our Instagram, we answered your, your request. Here it is. <laughs> um, I think it's a good topic. I honestly think, you know, we talked a lot about like military related thing, but we have a lot of moms and motherhood is hard. y'all. Mm-hmm. It's like a, what do they say? They ain't no hood like motherhood. Nothing is like, because every yeah, kid it's is a spooky kid, hood. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like every kid is different. So you think you know what you're doing and then you just turn around and it's like wrong psych don't work. You know, like yeah. my middle child, if I look at him cross, if I like look at him, he's crying. Um, <laughs> if somebody else looks at him, he's crying. And I'm like, why are you crying? He's like, why'd you look at me that way? <laughs> relatable relatable um no but we are going to talk a little bit about transitioning into motherhood while you're a I was gonna say while you're in the military but we aren't while you are oh my god while (laughs) While you are are a military spouse I ain't even gonna fix all that we're gonna roll with it (laughs) um it's funny though, because I got to experience both sides. So, um, my husband was national guard when I married him and then he went active duty. So I've experienced both sides of that as well. Um, but we were around family when I had my first baby, my second baby, we, I think he was a month old when I moved. That was rough. Mm. Um, and then my third baby we had at Bragg or Liberty now, um, the eye roll I just gave (laughs) (laughs) um you know one thing I think is really cool because I'm still in some of the Facebook groups is I remember when they uh, at Womack when they put the like lullaby when the babies are born Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I was mm -hmm. like somebody posted they were like "Ah, congratulations your baby's born I was just I know at at Fort Bliss they played born in the USA oh really (laughs) yeah I was like born yeah, I used to be like, what the hell is happening? Why are they playing this song? And then finally a nurse was like, oh, a baby was born. And then I, I was like, well, that's funny. adorable. I love that. Yeah. yeah, I love how they, you know, add a little bit of oomph in there because a lot of people are like, well, Terry's heartless, but, that, but that's cute, okay? That um, cute. But it's each each season, I guess, is different. And even if you're like not in the military, right? Like each season with each baby is so different. But I think you are presented with a lot of new challenges when it comes into the military Mm -hmm. military lifestyle, because it's like, you're doing it alone. Essentially Mm -hmm. a lot of it alone. You, um, like you, right. Your spouse was deployed when you had your baby. Yeah. And so it's something, especially if you're a first time mom, it's something that you're navigating, but I don't think it gets any easier with each baby, right. You've had two while he was gone Mm -hmm. or if they pick up and they're super busy, once you have a baby, then you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm dying and I am, you know, having to push on my stomach and trying to use this pump Oof. or trying to nurse or whatever. Flashbacks. <laughs> if you have multiple children, you know, trying to navigate multiple children while like in recovery, it's a whole thing. It's a whole mm-hmm. thing. And, you know, not having your spouse there as like your right-hand man, which now when we had babies, they didn't have as much, um, 
leave. As they leave. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. now they have like what, 21 days? Remember that? No, it's what like get a you? long time. Uh, six weeks. Yeah. Something like that. We had like yeah. 14 days. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's usually like, 20, no, like the normal one is 21 days and now it's like being pushed to like six weeks or something like that. But yeah, like you were saying, there's it's when I, I'm really glad that somebody asked us to talk on this because it really is, you know, when you grow up and you think you're going to have babies, you know, I'm even me, I was like, my mom's going to be there. This is all going to be so great. And I've been very lucky that my mom has been with me for three, four, three out of five of my births. But, um, you know, there were times where it was, it's not always this magical transition. So like she said, when I was 14 weeks pregnant with our first baby, my husband left for a year. Um, so I found out her gender by myself. I had a baby shower without him. I had her without him. I raised her. I mean, I think it's so odd to say you're raising a baby because they're just kind of a potato. Like we hung out for six months together (laughs) without him. But then that also presented its own challenge of transitioning into parenthood together with somebody that I had already, like, I already kind of got my routine and I understood what was happening. And for those six months that I had her, I stayed with, cause I moved home. So I lived with my family while I was pregnant. So I did have a support system, but the hard part was that it was when it was time to go home, that was where it was really rough because I was literally leaving to go back to El Paso with a four month old. And I was all by myself, just me, my dog and my baby. And so I didn't have my sister there anymore. I didn't have my mom there anymore. It was just like on me and, you know, and then, so that was a, a rough transition to being like, Oh, like this is my kid. Like this is for me to figure out. And I think sometimes it's so nice just to have your mom there or have your sister there because my sister had had a baby. And so the things that you, that freak you out about having that newborn, having your mom there to be like, no, it's okay. Like this is all right. Y'all I, I will never forget Kyler, my oldest, she was like a month old, I think. And, uh, she got a, I'm putting air quotes. If you're on the coffee pot, you can see them. (laughs) Um, a fever. It was, I think she said, I'm trying to remember back from this video. I want to say it was like 90, 99.6, something. A fever to me now is like, okay, she's got like 102. Like it's pretty high, but I took my baby to the hospital. I was so panicked. I was like, she's got a fever. And, (laughs) And my mom rode with me. Like she knew I was being probably a little dramatic, but it was my first baby. And like, she rode with me. And so I think back on that, like that was my transition into motherhood. And we all kind of have those, your first baby is scary. It's nerve wracking. It's amazing. It's like this love bomb situation and you just want to share them with everybody. And sometimes being a military spouse, you get robbed of that in a sense, because it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to come visit you. And I, looking back now, hosting people right after I had a baby is just like, I don't ever want to do that again in my life. (laughs) Like, I don't ever want to do that again, but sometimes that's the only opportunity presented being a military family. That's when everybody wants to come. And so I think we do get robbed a little bit of that 
normal transition into motherhood where you can lean on your mom and dad, or you can lean on your in-laws um, and you live up the road. So your family can bring you dinner mm-hmm. and all those things. Sometimes it's like you have a baby and then you go home and you go right back into your, your normal life. And yeah. it lacks a little bit of that magicalness. Well, with anything with coming with a kid, right? Like maybe you have a PCS. Like I said, we moved right, right after right now. I'm like, oh my gosh, moving with a month old baby. He hated me for the rest of his life. <laughs> he hated the car seat after that for the rest of his life. Um, but it's all of these things that you expect to have somebody, especially a spouse. And a lot of the times it's just you navigating it. And it's, you know, whether you're going through postpartum, whether you're learning to nurse or your formula, whatever it is, it's like, you're trying to do all of these things. And I know as a mom and a a spouse that for me, I knew he had to get up at like three or four in the morning or whatever it was. And so for me, I felt obligated, um, to not wake him up. And so, you know, the times that, so I did a lot of the night shift, not that he wouldn't wake up if I woke him up or, you know, there was just like, if he slept through it, there was me no waking him up. You know, there was no like, Hey, you take, you know, you hear a lot of the people who are like my spouse took the night shift or whatever. So I could sleep. And I was like, I didn't do that just because of his occupation, you know? And so for me, it was like, it was a lot. It was really, really draining. Um, you know, and like you said, then people come, want to come visit, um, right after you had the baby. And I know it was like from my parents leaving, um, when I had my, my last baby, it was right. My parents, which was only my mom. My mom always met the babies first. Um, Mm -hmm. My family, um, I don't even remember when they met my youngest. I don't even know how old my my youngest was when they met my dad. I don't remember. I know um, my oldest was two months old or something when they first met. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, gosh, I don't even remember. But, um, you know, there's those those time frames. And typically it is the mom's, right? Whether it was his mom or my yeah, mom or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing the baby. Like I have the pictures and my youngest was like little itty bitty. And when they came up and visited. And so it's like trying to navigate that. And then it's mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, well, I want to visit family too. You know, like yeah. do these things with you. But also it's just me and these kids. And like I'm hurting and I am, you know, bloated or crampy or still using my little sporty bottle. And you know, <laughs> like, it's just not fun for me. I'm not loving life. Um, and so navigating all of those things, you know, and also trying to make your spouse a part of it, right? Like, I want you to be able to enjoy this. I want, I want you to be able to see these moments. I don't want you to miss anything. And for me, that was important to me. Um, you know, sending the pictures, the milestones, the, this, this, this important, you know, anything Mm -hmm. it was. And I feel like it's a lot. And I don't say that as in, your spouse didn't help. I don't want it to come across like that. Internal lot. pressures we put on ourselves. Yeah. It's just like, I want to be, you want to be the best, right? Yeah. You want to be the best spouse. You want to be the best, you know, mom. And I think when you are a military spouse, you feel that a lot more because you're like, he doesn't have as much opportunity to do it. And so I'm going to make up for that. You know, I'm going to yeah. make up that gap and be that bridge. And so then you're trying to do all of these things and you're still navigating it. Like you can have, like I said, you could have a kid and the next one is so different, like yeah. so different. Remember when I would cry because my youngest would not sleep. He didn't want to sleep. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Um, and so navigating it in this life is navigating motherhood alone is rough. Like navigating yeah. it in this lifestyle. It's too, it's too completely like unschedulable, mm-hmm. chaotic life events put into one. And it is so overwhelming when you were talking, I was thinking of how, like when my family would come visit me too, um, 
it almost was a breeding ground for my postpartum though, because it was like this high elevated excitement that my mom or whoever was coming to see me and knowing that it would only last a few days and then Mm -hmm. it would crash down into like this complete sadness. Cause I knew how lonely it was going to be after. Yeah. And not that like my spouse wasn't pouring into me or anything, but more, but after you become a mom, I think you're searching for that village for your kids. And so knowing that like your village that, that you desperately want is across the country and they're going to come and you're going to have a village for five days and then they're leaving. And it might be, so I had a baby in June. My, I knew I wasn't going to see my mom again until at least December. That's like six mm-hmm. months. How much can change in six months mm-hmm. and how much a baby can change in six months. And so, you know, I had four kids back to back. Like I had, I had four in 2019, I had four kids under four. And I think too, that can be really hard because the military does not stop. So we were having babies, but my husband was still deploying. We were having babies and my husband was still changing like his job. We were having babies and he was going to schools or going to the field. And so it was kind of like, congratulations on your baby. You got to do this on your own sort of thing. And, you know, I hate the saying, but it is a very true saying where they say, you know, if if the military wanted them to have a family, they would have issued them a family. And I know it's blunt, but after living this for almost 12 years with my spouse, I can understand the sentiment of it because the military is not in the business of making families. Mm -hmm. And while it says like, Oh, we're going to do, we're all about the families. It's also not in the business of fostering family connection. So if you want to have a baby, they can't stop you, but the show is going to go on. Like they're, they're still going to train. They're still going to deploy. I literally, my husband left on when I was pregnant with our third baby, he left while I was, I want to say like 34, 35 weeks pregnant with our son. And so that was a hard transition too. Cause it's like, man, you were here. We, I feel like we never got a normal until Caleb came. We never had a normal, like pregnancy experience because with yeah. our second child, I was very, very sick and she came premature. Then we got pregnant with the third and we PCS while I was pregnant he got ready. He got to his unit and they were getting ready to, to, to deploy. So then he deployed. I had that baby while he was deployed. He came home. Um, I got pregnant again and then he was moving over to the SVAB. So he was at schools and he almost missed that birth. And, um, I feel like Caleb was the transition that I always wanted into motherhood that I never got. Like he was like my redo. Like, I know that sounds kind of mean, but that's not how I mean it. I just meant like, you know, my first, I never got to experience a normal pregnancy with my spouse. I never got to have this birth that wasn't chaotic and crazy. And so by the time he came along, we already had this all figured out. Like I knew how we wanted to do it and how it was going to be done. So we just got to enjoy it. But damn, did that not suck to be down near 30, how old was I? 33 years old. And that's when I got to really feel like I transitioned into motherhood the way that I wanted to transition into motherhood. Well, I think it's you, you're already in survival mode a lot right? when motherhood. And I can remember, I, like, I guess it's the mom guilt in me. It's like, I don't remember a lot of my middle baby, like Mm -hmm. when he was a baby, like I can see pictures and I'm like, 
I remember, but I don't because I was struggling. I was pregnant. I was, you know, battling postpartum, having to move across. My spouse was gone all the time. And he was just there at Bragg. Like, you're at Bragg. Like, why get over here? Uh, we lived in Linden Oaks. So it was like a, you know, 20 minute drive or whatever. And so he was just at work all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think those when the pressure comes in, right? Like, I want to. I want this connection. I want him to have this connection. I want to foster this connection with my family. I want to make friendships and all of this, but it's just you, you know, when they're going to schools and you feel like you have to be extra proactive, right? Or they're doing this or or your kid gets sick. My kid got the flu for the first time. I was a parent for like five years, six years, and my kid got the flu for the first time. Of course, it was my baby. He was what, two, one, I don't know. Um, and I was like, I had a whole meltdown, you know, it was like, there's my uh, husband was gone out of school, he couldn't come home. And I was like, all of us are gonna get it. We're all gonna be sick. And like, I, you know, this is a mess and I have to do it by myself. You know, most people have somebody else help with the flu. And, yeah. you know, the flu is scary. And it's like, you know, how do I, how do I separate, you know, these kids and this kid and my, um, my boys are 13 months apart. So it's like, this one was still needed me, you know? And so at least my oldest, I was like, go play, don't get sick, yeah, like spray, yeah. you know, take, you know, and all these things. And so, um, you're also navigating all that while trying to not make your spouse feel guilty because you're like, you're over there and I could really use a hand, but you can't yeah. be here. So I don't want to make yeah. you feel bad. Um, and it's just, it's so much added to the mix when motherhood in itself is just, a lot right you mm-hmm. see the movies and things and you just expect this like oh peaceful pregnancy peaceful, I know peaceful experience and you know daddy taking baby strap or whatever and I'm pushing stroller in my jeans you know when I was in sweats for like three months like <laughs> it was not that I didn't yeah. get that that was portrayed to me or if you have a harsh pregnancy right all my babies started to come early I had an asthma attack when I was birthing my last baby so I did not have that fun motherhood thing you know and um, I feel like it's kind of, it's a hard pill to swallow, right? Like, well, why do they get it? Why do they get yeah. it? They get it, you know? And it's like, you know, I know, I know the lifestyle. I know this is what is happening with each baby. I know these things happen, but it's like, well, but they, you know, or even Easy if you see somebody them. in our community, yeah. Somebody in our community who gets like a KB experience, right? You're like, well, why do they get it? <laughs> Mine yeah. hasn't been there at all, like for four babies or whatever it is, you know? And so, I think you find it hard not to beat yourself up in that transition. Yeah. And the transition is never easy either, because I think, like you said, you have this idea of what it's going to be like, and then it's not that. And you find, at least for me, I find it always, I always attack myself. Like, mm-hmm. well, you could have done this better. You could have done that better. You could yada, yada, yada. I like, this is, con- this might be controversial, but I told Felicia, uh, I took the COVID shot while I was pregnant with him. And so all I've had all very healthy babies, healthy fat, but ba- oh, Charlie wasn't fat. She was actually really small and <laughs> not very healthy, but that wasn't her fault. But, um, other than that, I had just like great, healthy pregnancies and babies. And so when Caleb was born, they were like, Oh, he failed his hearing in this one ear. And then it was like, oh, well, there's something wrong with it. Was this, you know, and while I was pregnant, then there's something wrong with his kidneys. And then when he was born, there was another thing. I think it was like um his thyroid, remember? And so I'd call Felicia, I'm like, if I would have never got that shot, none of this would be happening. And I have so I should have just waited until I wasn't pregnant anymore. And so it just takes one thing for you to spiral and just be like, Oh, I'm not doing a good job. And the military is really good at being presenting those moments. I can't tell you. 
I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to foot a really big therapy bill for my kids when they, (laughs) when they get older, just for the sake of how mean I could have been when they were growing up. But I hope that they look back and be like, wow, mom was just burnt out. Like there were a lot of us and mom was just really burnt out because I was, I was, my spouse is a great dad and a great provider and a great helper. But at the end of the day, his hands are tied. He can only do as much as the military allows him to do. He has to go to work. Yeah. He has to go away. And, you know, I'm here and I'm a mom and that's my, that's what I've prided myself on and what I have taken on as like, a career in the sense, like I, I stay at home and I take care of the kids, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't get heavy and that it doesn't get hard or it doesn't get like, like just exhausting. And so there are those moments where you're just like, this is not an easy transition for me. I am not enjoying motherhood. I'm not enjoying this. And I think if you look at what all you're carrying, you might be a little bit more gentle with yourself and being like, okay, well, I'm literally pregnant. I am about to have a baby and my spouse is gone. And maybe I could just be a little nicer to myself because this is a lot for anybody. And the transition into motherhood alone is a lot for anybody. You completely don a new identity. You are no longer the woman that you were before you had that baby. You have, you become something else. Um, And we are our own worst critic. Right. We are yeah. on, and I've been around Cody for a lot of years now. <laughs> um, and when she says, you know, she could be mean or whatever, it's not like she's a very, she wasn't mean. We're our, we're our own worst critic. And you're just, you know, you have those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, everybody yeah. be quiet. Right. Like yeah, Ty said yeah. every day, could you stop talking? Cause the TV's going, baby's crying, whatever. Right. You just all have yeah. those moments. And I think we're our worst critics when it comes to that, because like you said, you nobody, I don't say this as like a dig to dads, but nobody knows what it's like to become a mother. Like nobody understands, like, I know dads have that connection, but like your body literally transforms itself, right? Your hormones are so out of whack. Even if I don't want to cry, my body's like, oh, we're crying. Oh, I know. I was thinking about like, after you have the baby and you're like, I don't know about anybody else, but I had those moments where I was like four days after I had the baby and it was like, you're crying right now and nothing's going to stop this. And we're crying right now. You don't even know why. I know like, no, why, but I really needed it. And it's like a sob, like a guttural cry. And then it's like, at least for me, it's just gotten worse. I cry over everything. I cry all the time. I was just about to cry right now. (laughs) And so it's, you know, a guy doesn't have that. They don't have their issue with that. You know, I'm not saying it's not a different type of connection or love, but it's just like, you know, and like I said, when I am I'm taking care of the baby, I'm up at, you know, two in the morning every night and I'm so exhausted because, you know, the baby didn't want to sleep or you're working on another transition of putting one in a um, mm-hmm. crib in their room. And non-stop transition. I think that's it's the, non-stop. The thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you are, I feel like you just start to get the grasp on this one and, and then like, another wrench and then this and this. And for me, it's like, you're like on a hamster. Wheel. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about anybody else, but for me and my experience, I put my needs last. Mm-hmm. That's that's me. That's how like I was raised in the way that you feed your spouse, you take care of your kids, you do this, right? My mom was a stay-at-home mom for most of my life. Um, you know, we were a poor family growing up and so it was just easier for her to watch the kids. Um, and so that's how I was kind of raised and that's what I took into my marriage and my my mothering skills, right? So it's like my needs come last, even though 
you are like, you should put your needs more because you are like a primary, right? You're the primary contact. And so for me, it was like, he goes to work in the morning. He needs to sleep. I'm going to take this shift. My kids are, you know, sick. Like I'm going to be the one to stay up and do this. Okay. I have, you know, I'm sick. I need a doctor's appointment, but my son also has an ear infection. So I'm going to put him first. Like I need to take him to the doctor. Like, let me take care of you. I don't care if I, I got COVID when I had all three kids and my husband was deployed and it was like, I got to take care of my kids. I got to take care of my kids. You know, you're like totally out of it. And I feel, I was like, I think I overdosed on like Tylenol because I was like, Oh, I'm just hurting. And it's, you know, but it's like, I got to take care of my kids. I got to take care of my kids. And for me, it was never making anybody feel guilty except myself. It's like, you're not doing enough. You can be better. Mm-hmm. Don't snap. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, um, make sure I, I built the relationship with, um, my kids and their dad and, you know, make sure I, I was trying to build a relationship with their friends, right. Be a part of the school. That's how I met Cody is my, our daughters were in preschool together. And it's like, I want to make the mom friends. I want to be the mom who does the birthday parties. And I want to be, you know, make sure she has those friends and, you know, do a mom's group. And I want to be, make sure I'm helping somebody else have their baby. And you were just putting so much on your plate while you're going through this and then something happens and you're like, Oh shit, (laughs) what? That was not in the plan, you know? And so then you adjust. And I think throwing in the military life, you're kind of like, I never wanted to be resentful. And I know there's people who can be resentful, but for me, I was never like, Oh my God, you have to go to another school. Like you have to do that. And I think that's why we talk a lot about independence. Like you learn to be independent because it's not that you don't want or need them, but it's like, I have to do this. Like you yeah, have to, I can function out. because I know, yeah. yeah, you have to be able to function because you know, you never know what's going to happen or yeah. where they're going to go when they're going to get called. Yeah. You have to be able to be independent, but for a young mom, it's like, how do I, how do I become independent? Because how like, do you learn that? how did, yeah. How do you foster this new, like personality trait that I've never really had to before because, you know, I was just a, I was just a wife or I was just somebody's daughter. And now I'm thrown into it. That's the one thing about the military is I, you are thrown in, like you get married and they're like, all right, like they just push you in the line. Keep, keep moving. Don't, don't stop. Keep moving. And so 17, 18, 19 years old, however old you might be, I was 24, almost 25 when I had my first baby. And then I felt like that's, I'm old to be having babies. Now I'm looking back. I was like, I was still kind of a baby. Like that's still pretty yeah. young to have a baby. Um, and so I was just kind of figuring out what it meant to be an adult. And so transitioned into motherhood as I'm still getting my footing as a military spouse, it's not easy. So if you are struggling with that, and I really am so grateful for the person who gave us this topic, cause I feel like we've had a really productive talk on this. It's okay. There's a lot going on. None of us are, like I said, mother, motherhood is just like one transition after another. It's never going to stop. We're going through transitioning girls into adolescence, um, little boys growing are in kindergarten. If you know our little boys, like that is a hectic, like (laughs) this is a hectic season for us. Right. If you know our daughters and their emotion, like their emotions, this is a scary season for us. And then on top of that, our spouses are on an entirely new like job. So we're, we're fostering a new motherhood transition, a new Mm -hmm. military lifestyle. It never ends. So I think the best advice we can give you is to just I think be gentle with yourself because it's you're funny. not. I was going to say the same thing. Have yeah. grace. Be yeah. 
think you need, you know, somebody like not outside of your spouse, but somebody, um, you know, if you listen to our episode about a long distance bestie, um, you need somebody to sit there and reassure you, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm going to be my worst critic at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And even if my spouse had told me in the midst of my postpartum depression, you are an amazing mom, right? I mean, like, matter. you have to say that you have to say that because you're my husband, like you. Ask, but when my friend comes at me, and she's like, No, like, I, I wish I could do it that way. Or you're doing great. Or you and this and you and that and you and that. Right. It's like, okay, maybe I'm not so bad. If she doesn't live with me and she can see it, maybe I'm not doing so bad. Maybe, yeah. maybe well, I am, you know, we always take it from our community better. Like my spouse, yeah. I could tell him, I'm so proud of you. You're doing such a great job. And she's like, okay, babe, whatever. But maybe his first sergeant says like, dude, you're doing an awesome job. That's going to, not that my input doesn't mean as much, but that is somebody in your field who understands the work that you're putting in and the attributes it takes to be like a good leader. So when my, another mom says like, I don't know how you do it. Like you're kicking ass. Like you're doing a good job. You're kind of like, okay. Maybe I'm doing all right. Like maybe, right. okay. maybe I'm, I'm think, not stuck you know, in as bad as I thought. I think we should share more of those compliments. Yeah. I remember when I took, I don't know if he was deployed or if he was at drill school, one of those, um, or the other school, I don't, I don't know. Um, I had went to lunch after church with the kids and I was super flustered because like my kids would try to play on that stupid little game thing Chili mm-hmm. offers you. I'm like, get that out of my face. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to buy a game, a dollar, a dollar a game every time, but um, they were trying to play that. And I was like, no, 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 no. You know, and our, my youngest is so loud. Like he is so loud. And so I was like, you know, and just trying to have like an enjoyable lunch and do things for my kids. Um, and I was kind of overwhelmed. I was just kind of overwhelmed at, at the situation and the people behind me went up to leave and it was an older woman. And she was just like, I just want to let you know that your kids are so well behaved and you're doing a great job. And for me, it was like, you have no idea like how much I needed that or how much mm-hmm. that reassured me or how much confidence and comfort that brought me with just yeah. those little words. Right. So yeah. hearing kind of gives you the reassurance. Cause like we said, you are your own worst critic. And so give yourself grace. It's going to be a transition. Even if you think you have it figured out, I'll tell you what that kid's going to wake up and be like, psych game. I'm going through it right I now. Like the purple cup. <laughs> I literally just said the other day, I don't know how I had four kids under four years old for nine months by myself. And a one-year-old is giving me a run for my money. Y'all like this kid, this kid is so mischievous and he's so like into everything. And I'm just like, ah, like, oh my gosh, you're going crazy. I don't agree with that statement. (laughs) It's always going to be a transition. So like, like we just said, be gentle with yourself. You're never going to get your footing in it. I think you're never going to get your footing in the military life. And motherhood is just like constantly changing too. So, you know, your, your, your transition does not matter. Like don't compare it to somebody else's because what we all share, that's like the best of it, right? None of us are really sharing like, the times that we flip out on our kids and go to bed crying because we think we're the biggest assholes, right? We're we're sharing like, look, my baby got A honor roll. He gets that big brain from his mama. You know, we're, <laughs> we're sharing that stuff. So if you are looking at somebody else's transition and you're like, this is coming so easy to her. Why is that so good? I can promise you there's something that that mom is struggling with that she's mm-hmm. probably looking at you through envy and being like, why is that so easy for her? We're for all looking table. Yeah, we could. <laughs> time tables are hard, y'all. I get into um, time tables, y'all, and I'm just like, oh, was math always this hard for me? <laughs> yes, it was. Um, so just remember that, like, the transition is not easy, but one day we're all gonna look back at it and wish that we could transition again.
As mothers, we know how hard it can be to explain deployment to little ones. That's why we created our own children's book describing a tool near and dear to our hearts, a deployment wall. Kylie is inspired from our own family's deployment preparation, and we're confident she can help yours too. Order your copy of Kylie and the Deployment Wall on Amazon today. Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.